Welcome to It's Election Day Somewhere. I'm Melissa Mara. And I'm Mike Bauman. And it is Election Day Somewhere, and that somewhere is the Netherlands, or Holland, or Dutchylvania. (laughs) Nice. And what is going on in the Dutch elections right now? Well, what has happened recently in, say, the UK and the United States and in the Philippines? Oh, dear. Uh, We don't like anybody that doesn't look like us elections? Kind of, yeah. Going into today's elections, Geert Wilders. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, Geert Wilders, the head of the Party for Freedom. Oh, that's That's never... Yeah, red flag right there. That's never a good sign. Party for Freedom. He was disturbingly favored... His parliamentary party, these are parliamentary elections, his party disturbingly favored to win the elections. Uh, So uh, tell me who uh, this reminds you of. His manifesto Mm -hmm. to become prime minister was one page long and was almost completely about the threat of Islam. Uh, He put out a manifesto in 2006, which called for the reduction of taxes and regulations the replacement of Article 1 of the Dutch Constitution, which guarantees equality under the law, with a clause that instead, instead says, the cultural dominance of Christian, Jewish, and humanist traditions shall be absolute. Whoa. One that, uh, shall I summarize the legal language? Oh, boy. Uh, yes. Fuck the EU. <laughs> oh, uh, A five-year moratorium on non-Western immigration. Oh, nice. So the French are fine. But, yeah. Not a lot of people have said that in the history of the world, but the French are okay. Oh. And a five-year moratorium <laughs> on new mosques and Islamic schools. Dude. And here's a fun one. All preaching must what? be done in Dutch. So, so the even imams, like Latin? You can't yeah, do the Pope Latin? can't like, like that. What the hell? You're, yeah. you're cutting out the, the Pope. Like that's Sorry, when you say it must be done in, the lang- you know, like in Dutch, their, their language, my first thought is, but Latin? Oh. Yeah, but remember, this is also Holland. What's their color? They're the orange. Yeah. They, they are hardcore Protestants. Oh, okay. Historically. I just... So, uh, screw the Pope. But, so... Unlike the usual Catholic thing of the religious leaders, screw the little... I will, oh, you're terrible. Don't go there. No, but... So, wait. So, this guy is just straight up making it very clear that anti-Islamic... Ever, like, just anti-Muslim, anti-anything I don't know well, so... So, Melissa, what is your opinion of Moroccans? Um, I don't ha- I don't know any Moroccans. Here's Gil Wilder's opinion of Moroccans. They are scum. Oh, damn! So, uh, who does this guy remind you of? Uh, remind you of anybody? Oh, yes, perhaps uh, our president. And who is that? And that would be Donald Trump? No, absolutely not. What? He has said in so many different interviews I've seen, uh, done in English, I am not Donald Trump. Well, yeah, we know I he's am a Dutch. not Donald Trump, but, or is he? <gasps> Remember when Donald Trump went on the Sunday shows and pretended to be his own publicist or something like that? Maybe he really is Donald Trump. <laughs> you are fake news. <laughs> oh, man. And he, he is tapping in, as Donald Trump did here, into the anti-Muslim fervor. A recent survey in the Netherlands Mm -hmm. asked of the 17 million people who live in the Netherlands, uh, what percentage do you think are Muslim? Asking just a sampling of random Dutch people on the street. Just random dudes on the street, okay. 
They said 20%. That was the average uh, Hank on the street. He said 20%. The actual number, 6%. I was going to say, wait, 20% of the population in the Netherlands is not Muslim. I don't know much about the Netherlands, but that seems insanely high. And much like in the United States, where... Uh, many people will argue that, no, I didn't vote for Trump because I'm a racist. I voted because the economy right. and the Democrats weren't paying attention. A lot of union members in the Netherlands Uh-oh. are thought to be going filters mm. because what do the unions want? Uh, job security? Yes. And how do you get job security? Oh, what I- is the biggest threat to jobs? Oh, uh, I'm going to say immigration. Nope. No. Uh, I don't know. Mechanization. Oh. What is the cure? Um, A tax on robots. Oh, wait a minute. What? There's a tax on robots. A tax on robots. A tax upon robots. Which is a completely different context when I I say it too quickly. Uh, Wait, but he wants to put a tax. On Not he, but that's what some of the major unions want. That's an interesting take on it of just like stopping the... Oh my God, I can't even think. That's crazy. So in the context of what happened with Brexit and the upcoming French elections where Marine oh Le Pen is expected to do very well and the upcoming German elections... Oh no, not uh, German Are, are you scared shitless now? Yeah. Well, no. don't worry because the results are trickling in. Yes. And he came in a distant second. Oh, that's a good sign. Okay, said, so the Netherlands are not going in our direction then. Yes. Okay, thank goodness. Now, there's no clear majority here. There are 150 parliamentary seats. Oh. Uh, Mark Rutte... Ruta. Okay, Ruta. Mark Ruta, the current prime minister, is uh, his center right party won 31 of the 150 seats. I'm oh, not great at math, but I don't that, think that's a majority. No, that does not sound like a good number. Yeah, uh, but he has promised that there are no circumstances in which he would, uh, <laughs> you know, form a government with the help of oh, okay. he's Geert like, Wilders. So he's basically like, hey, I'm right wing, but I don't want anything to do with the racists, basically. Oh, and uh, we're we're recording this podcast in los angeles what was the turnout of our our recent local election oh i believe i saw it was 11.29 percent somebody said uh, do you think the dutch may have had a slightly higher turnout i certainly i hope everyone has a better turnout than we 81 percent. damn see i i wonder like i do see people that like complain about say the los angeles mayor and i'm like well then why don't you vote because only 11% voted. If you don't like the mayor, then vote him out. But I, oh, it's so ridiculous. That American elections are always such a fucking low turnout. Well, there is hope. Yes. There's now hope. As goes the Netherlands, as goes the world. <laughs> and hey, <laughs> the, the Netherlands will not be getting larger now. Oh? What, because wait, one what? of Geert Wilder's uh, planks in his... Plank sounds like a Dutch word, doesn't it? But one of the planks in his uh, platform was that he wanted to return Flanders to the Netherlands. Stupid Flanders. Yeah, Flanders is not a part of the Netherlands currently. It's part of Belgium, making him the only person in the history of the world to say, ooh, Belgium, I want a part of that. (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. He's going to start a war with Belgium? 
Oh, well, that's historically a thing that's never gone well for Belgium. Oh, poor Belgium. Well, what else is going on? Well, there are sudden elections. It is the week of sudden elections. South Korea has impeached and now removed from office their president, Park Geun-hye. And I heard about this because I actually have a friend who lived in Korea for a while and she couldn't stand the president because she said she was a racist. Is that true? Well, she is. It is the fight between the essentially the old and the young. Okay. Now, uh, President Park, her father was pretty much the founder of the modern South Korea. He was the third president. He became the third president by coup d'etat in 1961. Okay. Um, eventually had a presidential election where he was elected in 1963, but then he held on to power, had the constitution changed. Oh, um, nice. There are people who still embrace his legacy because he was the man who made South Korea the business juggernaut it is. And that's why, you know, I think do we drive a Korean car. Oh, we? well, then there that's you go. Yeah. Um, but... You know, business, good, yes. human rights, don't let those get in the way of business. So uh, he wasn't good with that, you know. Okay. You know, people tended to disappear and such. Right, okay. He eventually was assassinated by a member of his own security staff. Oh, very, uh, I, well, perfect that we're recording this on March 15th, then. That sounds very Ides of March, Julius Caesar kind of shit. Hey, I, I did at lunch today uh, stab a Caesar salad repeatedly with my fork. <laughs> Nice, dear. Very nice. So President Park so, yeah. is out. But was she like a total racist? That's the only thing I know is I have one friend that lived in Korea. I don't know. She, it, This friend of mine always talked about how terrible she was, and she was very happy that this president is gone. So now they have impeached. They've kicked that president out. So now what happens? That's a big question. There's going to be a snap election within 60 days, and... This is another one where, as the Dutch election is making a lot of Europe nervous, mm-hmm. this is an election that's making a lot of East Eastern Asia nervous. This okay. is one the yeah. Chinese are watching, the Japanese are watching, the North Koreans are always watching. Oh, well, yes, of course. Because President Park, hardcore anti-North Korea. Okay. She would antagonize the balls off of, off of, 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 of Kim, uh, Jong. Kim, Kim Jong-un. Uh, she was very much in favor of the new THAAD missile defense system that Trump is really gung-ho about. Okay. Probably shouldn't be saying gung-ho in the context of these yeah. Asian elections. <laughs> nice catch there. Very nice. Uh, so, the, and that really antagonizes China because China worries that that is also somewhat attack on them. So the front runner to replace President Park, to replace her, is uh, Moon, Moon Jae-in. Moon Jae-in. Yeah, he okay. is the former head of the opposition Democratic Party. He's got right now, the the, the polling is a bit weird because uh, one of the favorites to take over was former UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Oh, okay. He has since dropped out because he's kind of a park kind of politician, oh, so okay. that was a hit against him. His brother and his nephew are both going to jail. Oh, that's never good for yeah, you. Yeah, so he smartly pulled out. So the polling numbers are thrown off, but uh, roughly 37% report for, uh, support for Moon Jae-in. Okay. Um, he has always been more of a reproachment guy. He, he, he said, I wouldn't mind going to Pyongyang and talking to Kim. Oh, um, okay. He's not a big fan of the missile defense system. Um, 
people are worried that maybe that's a bit of naivete that you could have anything to do with with Kim because you know Kim even scares the Chinese who have always kind of been North Korea's overlords. But uh, the Chinese have an old political term for a leader like uh, Kim Jong Un. Um, I hope I'm getting the pronunciation right. Fucking nut job. <laughs> well, that would be correct, I think. Um, so they definitely, you know, <laughs> kind of want to be on South Korea's good side because there's this little bit in between them that nobody can control. Right, because ev- nobody knows what's going on in North Korea. For, so, like, real. Like, because people are worried about the naivete, I believe it was today or yesterday, Moon came out and said, well, no, maybe, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't be friendly with North Korea. Yeah. Well, it's like becoming friends with like the crazy homeless person down the street. Like they could be very nice, but they also might have a knife. Like I, you don't necessarily want to go make friends with North Korea without. So know, if he can like harden scary. the position, because if if you're being friendly with North Korea, then Japan's just going to be scared poopless. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they're kind of left out then. Because whenever Kim does a missile test, he kind of aims that stuff at Japan. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um. So, wait, who is, uh, wait, Moon Jae-in, is that Moon right? Moon Jae-in. And who so is So, he's the head of the opposition party. So, uh, there are plenty of p- other people running, like the mayor of Seoul is running. Okay. Um, w- once you pass Moon at 37%, then everybody else, we're kind of getting closer to double digits. I okay. I think the closest person to him is uh, An Hee-jung. And who is An Hee Jung? Is that is that right? An Hee Jung, yeah, uh, a governor of uh, South Chungcheong. Okay, I'm pretty sure I just. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's okay. We, he was already. We... He, yeah, I butchered that, but he was already thinking of running before the scandal started because this election's happening roughly a year early. Yeah, so that is something I wanted to it's a ask slight, about. Just slightly shortening the term. It's essentially, saying saying we're going to impeach Nixon. In October of seventy six. Okay, but still, like you impeach a pres, you impeach a an American president, the VP takes over. But that's not how it works, I guess. In no, South they, Korea, they right like, now they, have an acting president, the Prime Minister uh, Huang Kyo-yeon. And is he running or if she? Um... If Huang wants to run, yes, he has to resign as president. So then they have to bring another acting president because if you're running for president. Oh. You have to resign the presidency at least three days before the the so election. You can't be like the incumbent or whatever. Like you can't. Yeah, not in this case. Oh no. wow. Okay, that is completely different. Yeah. That that makes it even crazier. Then so because yeah, I know that's that's always the thing about people talking about trying to impeach Trump. It's like well, then you have Pence, but in this case, you kick out the current president, then it's an open playing field. Interesting. Yeah. So when is that election? Um, uh, 60 days. I don't have the exact date written down anywhere. Okay. But in over a month, basically? Yes. Uh, okay. 60 days from the impeachment, which I believe, or the official inaction of the impeachment, which was the 14th, 13th? It sounds right. Yeah. Of March. Oh, of March. So we're okay. assuming people are listening to this long in the future. So, but so then in 60 days, hopefully we'll put up an update of who won the election. Until then, yes. the, there is the yes, we'll, acting we'll, president. And, it's the acting president. And who, he's who along will, the same lines as Park, basically, of just, or whoever was just in Well, he was prime minister. An Hee Jung, who uh, in 2004 was a close aide to President No. Ooh, and who is President No? 
Well, President Ho was the last know. person who was threatened with impeachment. It didn't go through. And uh, Ahn ended up uh, sentenced to 30 months in jail for illegal election campaign fundraising. Ooh, damn. Okay, so that doesn't bode well. Uh, some of the other people running, uh, Ahn Chil Su, and who a former that? software tycoon, uh, res- uh, resigned from the People's Party over the party's alleged involvement in a kickback scandal. Oh, that sounds very Illinois. <laughs> yeah, and then there is uh, Lee Jaimung. And who is that? He calls himself the Korean Bernie Sanders. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, he calls himself yay, that because he's but... the populist candidate and also the only person in the history of South Korea to argue over the price of pastrami. <laughs> you're terrible. Oh, oh. And then, of course, the mayor Seoul Park Woon Soon. Yes. I think this is the winner because he calls himself, quote, a competent innovator. Competent. He calls... A competent innovator. So, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, at, at least he's not, like, shooting for the moon on that. Like, competent. Just competent innovator. Well, what technically, he is shooting for the moon. Ah, and that would be Moon oh, Jae-in. Oh, damn it. I just walked right into that. Speaking uh, of things you can walk into, Hadrian's Wall. <laughs> Wait, all right. So is that your way of trying to segue into our next election? Because it is always election day somewhere. And apparently it's not just election day in South Korea and in the Netherlands. It's somewhere else. Speaking of sudden things we have to vote on, Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon came out and as a reaction to Brexit has said, hey... Scotland should have another independence referendum. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Now, but... they just had one of those in 2014, which she also indi- instigated. Yes. Uh, it went down 55-45. That's pretty close. And she promised this would be a once-in-a-generation thing. Yeah, but nobody thought Brexit was going to actually yeah. happen. Yeah. Now, uh, when Brexit happened, Scotland uh, voted 62% to 38% for Remain. Right. Which, if you flip those numbers, uh, in England, uh, they voted 62% to 38% that there should be no more Scottish Doctor Whos. <gasps> Wait, for real? Wait, no. what? No. No, th- this, is, <laughs> this, like, is, this is one of the jokey parts of the program. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your joke. <laughs> oh, you've been ruining my jokes for about 15 years now. You know, you shut up. We have not been dating for 15 years. Every time I bombed on stage in the years before I met you, I knew it was your fault. Oh. <gasps> I always knew it was going to be your fault. No. Oh, you jerk. I'm sorry I ruined your joke. Anyways. Speaking of jokes, Brexit. <laughs> yes, Brexit. So Sturgeon wants out because the Scots want to remain in the EU. But today, the one of the senior officials in the EU said, that ain't happening. Oh, you are part of a country that is leaving the EU. Even if you vote independence tomorrow. Yeah. You're leaving the EU with them and you have to reapply for membership. Oh, that sucks. But would the EU kind of like fast track that shit or something? Like, I don't know. That is up to the EU. I mean, I I feel bad for. So with that in mind now, what? Uh, UK Prime Minister Theresa May, she has to approve the referendum. 
Oh, okay. Which, uh, you know, really, why wouldn't she? I mean, if she just flat out says no, that's just going to make the Scottish Nationalist Party, the SNP, stronger in Parliament. Yeah, they're just going to be really angry then. But but in reaction to what the EU has said, uh, she said that, uh, so why bother? With you got the, no matter what happens, you guys are independent, you guys are part of us, you're leaving the EU. So how about you don't bother and oh. you just stick with us? Damn. So I but it makes sense that Scotland would want to leave the UK now because they did. They voted straight up remain. And Yeah, uh in everywhere except I believe Glasgow. But I mean if they had known leave. that that they're, you know, their neighbors to the south were going to vote for Brexit, then maybe more of them would have voted to leave the UK. I don't know. But yeah, um, there's already people who are talking about we're, we're changing our thoughts because like I said, it was 55, 45 in 2014. Mm-hmm. New polling has that down to 53% stay with the UK. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's slowly getting closer to independence. Still not there yet. So maybe, well, once Brexit actually happens, because they have not officially broken off from the EU, like they're still part of the no. Uh, today, Union the Queen right gave now. her the Queen gave her assent to the beginning of Brexit with uh, Brexit negotiations, so the withdrawal from the EU. Mm-hmm. So at any point after right this moment, uh, Prime Minister May can begin the negotiations. She's probably not going to do that until later in the month. Maybe March 27th she'll start. you got to give it a little buffer. Right, but then how long does it take for that to actually take effect? Oh, it's going to be years. That's why okay. Sturgeon is calling for this referendum. She wants it to happen at roughly the time official Brexit is completed, which would be late 2018, early 2019. Okay, so... Okay, so... But still, like, they want to vote on that... The, the SNP, is that right? The Scottish National Party. Yeah. yeah. So they want to vote on this now, though. No, no. They want this vote to happen in twenty eight, late 2018. Or oh, okay. So the that vote it's... itself would coincide with the finality of Brexit. So I feel like if they wait that long, like they wait for it to kind of slowly erode and watch as the, you know, the British pound goes down in currency, which is... Which is now down to twenty two. Yeah, which is amazing, but... That that I feel like if they wait that long, that it would bode well for them, then wouldn't it? That like if it's slowly, like if the numbers keep going that way, that more people will want to leave, that will vote for Scottish independence. Who knows? It at this point, I think it really depends on what the EU says. If they say, um, that you are going to be viewed as part of the UK, even though you've been granted independence. And you're not going to be immediately be an independent member of the EU, that you're going to mm-hmm. be a member of the EU economic zone preliminarily or something like that. Well, it, that becomes a point of if this whole referendum is about EU membership, then what's the point? Oh, good point. OK, I see what you're saying. But it will be interesting if that happens. But that who knows? And of course, yeah. now that Brexit has happened mm-hmm. everything gets a play on the word brexit so oh, what yes. is the bbc already calling this 
God takes it. Uh, scotch exit. Oh, scotch exit. Oh, oh well, you know, I, that seems to be the new thing, isn't it? It's adding just exit to any country or any group. Scotch exit. So it sounds like scotch egg to me. And now I'm, I want a scotch egg. Wow. Well, that's a lot of election news for just one little week. So, And uh, why is there so much election news in one little week? And why is it? Let's see. Is it because it's always it's election day somewhere? That's true. I'm Mike Bauman. I'm Melissa Mara. Thank you for listening. Geert Wilders. This podcast is sponsored by Tomboy Nanny. Handmade toys, games, and accessories can be found at TomboyNanny.com. Just click the shop button and use the coupon code ELECTION, that's ELECTION, at the checkout for 20% off of your purchase. All items are created by a professional nanny in Los Angeles with bright, colorful yarn. That's TomboyNanny.com.